Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we're bringing the heat today. The heat's been pounding on Pittsburgh for the last 13 days, and there's no end in sight as these warm, sunny days continue, and they apparently will continue right through next week. So if you're like me and staring at your grass, which is turning into hay, you wonder what to do. It's too early to water, but maybe it isn't. Anyway, it's a beautiful day, and it has been for the last two weeks. We thank you for joining us here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. This is our program, and it's brought to you by PNC Bank. Make today the day at PNC. Number one, Cochrane. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about. And you can text us on the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line. It's 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder and Associates reminds you to text responsibly. Twitter on this station is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Peters Township. Visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. Nate the Great Halluschek's behind the glass and taking your calls at 412-928-9370. Boy, we have a lot to get into today, and I know Chris Mack just spent the last couple of hours of talking about the Pirates, which we will continue in time, but this was also the big week for the Penguins. 49 days after firing Ron Hextall and uh, Brian Burke, they have hired their new president of hockey ops. That would be Kyle Dubas. He was really their number one choice. Then it looked like after he might stay in Toronto or take a year off that he faded out of that position, and all of a sudden, Brendan Shanahan says, uh, we're going to move on without you, Kyle, and he had all of a sudden an opening, and his wife suggested that he check out Pittsburgh. Why not? I think he was more ready to just take a year off and see what happens, but the meetings began, the relationship started, and now he is the man in charge, and there is the drastic difference there. He is the man in charge. He doesn't have to have a go-between between ownership and him. And that was Brendan Shanahan. Here he is going to have direct contact with the Fenway Group on items of interest. And he will make final decisions, including who will be his general manager. So that is a decision that's next up. But it won't happen until after the NHL draft. Dubas will do the honors there. And he certainly has enough information on what's available, having spent all that time in Toronto. And listen, um, you know, I have my questions about whether or not he could you know, get a team beyond the first round of the playoffs. But I think the number one issue when you try to analyze this is that he was in a no-win situation in Toronto in the sense that, I mean, that is the most pressure-packed situation you can be in where they haven't won a Stanley Cup in nearly six decades. The pressure and the expectations are always to win the Stanley Cup. And if you don't, you're a failure. Or if you don't, you have issues with your decision-making. 
You know, much like the Penguins, when they got to playoff situations and lost, sometimes the most influential people in that loss is not the GM, not the coach, it's the players. It's the players who did not put up the kind of numbers. And if you look at why Toronto got eliminated, I guess, in their series uh, against Tampa Bay, it was because their star players did not produce like star players. You know, Dubas is responsible for a roster. He inherited the big guns. So that wasn't him. He brought in John Tavares and gave him a lot of money. You can have problems with that. He never did solve his goaltending issue in Toronto. He believed that Matt Murray was going to be the guy to take them this year and move them deeper in the playoffs. That did not happen. But he did assemble teams that won a lot in the regular season. 111 points this past year, 115 the year before. Whatever the case may be, he put together teams that should do better in the playoffs. So, obviously the Fenway group loves the fact that he was in charge of those situations. He's 37 years old. He's got a wealth of experience under his belt already at that age. And he will be given the keys to the vision of this franchise, where it goes from here. I think the most difficult thing for me, if I'm looking at this, is how does he maintain trying to be competitive now and also at the same time trying to build for the future? That's almost impossible to do in my view uh, because you're, you, you have a team that's heavy loaded with talent here that wants to win now. And if you believe their window is open, then you will sacrifice things in the future to accommodate the present. When you do that, you affect your future vision. There's no way around that. They've already given a lot of draft picks away, and rightfully so, in an attempt to win. If they want to continue to do that, that's fine. Except when it's time you know, to put together a team three years from now, what are you going to have to deal with if those players are still here? So he's got a big assignment, Kyle Dubas. But he believes he can be able to handle it. We'll see how that goes. First up for him is Tristan Jari. The same exact thing that has ailed the Toronto Maple Leafs has ailed the Penguins. Not enough big-time goaltending in the playoffs over the last five years. What does he do with Tristan Jari, who is an unrestricted free agent on July the 1st? He's not the only one who falls into that category. Arguably their best overall player the last half of the season was Jason Zucker. He, too, is unrestricted on July 1st. He has the problem of having too many contracts that are not only top-heavy in terms of money, but also no-movement clauses. When you have no movement, you can't really do all that much unless a player agrees to move. That's going to be a tricky assignment as well. We'll see what he does. But they have issues on their bottom six. They have issues on their defense. They have issues in goal. That's a lot to try to solve in one offseason. But Kyle Dubas believes he can get that done. We will see. And obviously, time will tell whether or not he's the right choice for here. Uh, he certainly had the most experience of anyone who was available. And uh, most hockey people believe that he's the kind of guy who can come in here and accomplish this stuff. We will find out. One thing he did say about his two areas of concern, which would be the bottom six and defense, is those players have got to be super, super competitive. He, you know, the Penguins under Ron Hextall let a lot of those kind of guys get away most notably Brandon Tanap. They're going to have to be good, but they got to be super, super competitive. And they got to do what you see teams like Florida and Vegas. No coincidence, they're both in the Stanley Cup final. They got bottom six guys who are not only, you know, super, super competitive, but putting up like big time numbers. You know, Vegas comes at you with Keegan Colasar and 
William Carrier, who's been really good, and Nicholas uh, Waugh, those guys as a fourth line have done you know, what Stahl, Cook, and Kennedy did for the Penguins back in their first opportunity to win when Sidney Crosby was younger. Um, you, you need players like that. There's no question. you got to come up with them. They made a great trade to get Ivan Barbashev uh, at the trade deadline. That was big. Those kinds of players are invaluable because you're never going to get these star players to do everything. You can't. It's impossible in a playoff situation. Do they have to do a lot? Sure they do. But they also have to have complementary pieces. Without it, you cannot win. 412-928-9370. That's one of the things we'll get into. Certainly the Pirates and their big win last night, which sets the stage for a homestand that could be very, very successful. They enter today a half game out behind the Brewers at 30 wins and 27 losses. And after an awful May in which they went 8-18, and followed um, you know June up so far with a 2-0 start, and they got a series against the Cardinals, which got off to a great start last night. If you were watching, falling behind 5 nothing. normally the Pirates will never be able to dig out of that. History tells you that. But they came back with six runs in the seventh inning, triggered by back-to-back home runs. And I guess maybe this is what people have expected and looked for from Key Brian Hayes. He's been hot of late. He's hitting the ball, getting runs batted in. Last night, a big home run, the three-run jack, 421 feet to left field. Could this be the start of what people have been expecting, what they have been expecting from Key Brian Hayes? Certainly hope so. Then Josh Palacios followed with a home run, so that was back-to-back, and it turned this game completely around. So they have two more with the Cardinals. Then they have Oakland. And this, to me, is the series that will define this homestand. Sandwiched between the Cardinals and the Mets are the Oakland A's, a team that has nowhere to go but to Vegas. (laughs) Oakland doesn't want them. They don't want a new place over there. They get nobody to watch their games. They have an absolutely putrid record. Uh, when you look at it at 12 and 45 or whatever the hell it is, it's awful. And the Pirates host them for three games. I think you got a sweep. Now, I know they just <laughs> took two or three from the Atlanta Braves. This is my concern. In baseball, over a long season, these kinds of ups and downs occur. This is the team you cannot afford to go down to. You just simply can't. They're at home. They got to take it. They can't look ahead to the Mets after playing the Cardinals. <clears throat> if you want to be competitive, you know, well into June, these are the kinds of series you have to win. Oakland is 12 and 46 to be exact, and I think they're 5 and 22 on the road. So, no reason that you can't sweep that series. Is that asking too much? No, it's not asking too much. You got to sweep that series. The other stuff going on, and I want to get into both the NBA and NHL. And, uh, Nate, you have a very interesting statistic about this. Now, we have two teams from South Florida involved in this, the Miami Heat and the Florida Panthers. And who would have thought the Florida Panthers being the eighth seed and being now 3-1 to Boston in the first round would come back and be in this position, but here they are. So what's unique about this city having two playing in the NBA and the NHL finals? Yeah, actually the last time that the NBA and NHL finals actually went both series went seven games was in 1994, it's almost 30 years ago, where New York was playing against the Rock, uh, Houston Rockets in basketball. They lost that one, but they beat the Canucks in the Stanley Cup Finals. So interesting little tidbit there. I would have thought New York would have more of those sort of opportunities with as many teams as they have. You know, two hockey teams, you got the basketball team. I don't know if the Nets consider themselves New York properties, Brooklyn, whatever the case may be. You got two football teams, but... Only that was the only time that's ever happened to them. 
Well, I mean, thing, it's right? the last time. The last time but I, but that when we've was had before two- then, I, I was trying to look back. I don't know that you can go back any further. But that's it goes to show you how tough it is to do. <clears throat> and so Miami's in this situation now where they have the Heat and they also have the Florida Panthers. Sunrise Florida is basically South Florida, Miami. And what we saw in the first game is that the Denver Nuggets are not going to lose this series. All due respect to the Heat and what they've been able to do. Um, and I think Eric Spolstra is a terrific coach who deserves a lot of money. You know, it's funny. He and uh, Steve Kerr are sitting back watching guys like Monty Williams get $13 million a year. And it looks like Frank Vogel's going to get $31 million from Phoenix. Those two guys have one year left on contracts with their respective teams, Golden State and Miami. How much are they going to be worth? When, when their contracts are up, if Spolstra especially wins a championship, even he got to the finals again. No one expected that happening. Although they were the number one seed last year, but they had a a bad regular season by their standards. How much? And do you remember how he kind of was mocked as like the the coach initially back with the Heat whenever they won with the with LeBron James, and everyone kind of didn't want to give him credit. It's just kind of funny how it's come full circle. But he also has a contending team almost every year, and, and Pat Riley does a good job giving him the players he needs, but. You know, you're in a situation there where they're taking on a, a Denver team that has a two-man game that nobody could stop. Nikola Jokic and uh, Jamal Murray. They're, they're just unstoppable right now. And, but if Miami's going to do well in this series, Jimmy Butler, yes, has to play well. Bam Adebayo played overly well the other day. I didn't think he was capable of putting that many points up. But you got to get better than two of 23 from the combined Caleb Martin, Max Struess, and Duncan Robinson. Those guys are shooters, and when they're on, they get a lot of depth scoring. They got none of it in game one. And then you have Florida Panthers and Vegas, two expansion teams. Another interesting tidbit by Nate Halushek, who's done his homework here today. Tell me about this one. Now, you have two teams that weren't even around not so long ago. Yeah, both are expansion teams, and if you've been paying attention to the updates, I've been saying it essentially that they did not exist. The Florida Panthers started in 1993. It was like the last year that the Canadian team, a Canadian team, won the Stanley Cup. So I, you got to think that there's a lot of people north of the border that probably are bristling, looking, seeing Las Vegas versus Florida in a final, considering that they haven't won one in so long. But it's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy indeed. And Vegas is a very good team, very deep team. Uh, although I think they may run into, you know, this goaltending situation. Uh, to me, it's a big check mark in favor of Sergei Bobrovsky versus Aiden Hill, who, who's been playing well, but he's also insulated in the fact that Vegas has a way of playing defense that makes it easier on their goalie. A lot of perimeter shots they don't allow in deep. Florida's team goes in front of the net. Matthew Kachuk leads the way there. Um, but Bobrovsky in the last two series, Nate, has a 954 save percentage. So that's how, regardless of what he's facing, he's stopping just about everything. Yeah, and you know, you're looking at those two, the matchups, the goaltending is obviously huge in a Stanley Cup final. And you look at last year, Colorado, they won it probably with one of the worst goaltending tandems to everyone at Stanley Cup, but their team was so good. And I just think that that's going to be an issue with Las Vegas because while they are a good team, I don't think they're as good as the Avs, good as the Avs were last year. And I think goaltending is going to cause a problem for them. I think Bob could steal a game or two. And when you you know have a goaltender stealing a game or two, you it's going to give Florida life. It's going to give them a chance and believe that they're, they're supposed to be there. Yeah. I wonder who's going to be the con Smythe. A lot of candidates. We'll talk about that more as we go along. 412-928-9370. Hey, Joe and Verona, hang on the line. We'll get to you right after the break, uh, if you don't mind waiting. And we have lines open for you. So call 412-928-9370. That is the number to call as we get rolling here. Also talk about the Riverhounds at home tonight against Phoenix. They're coming off a huge win in this U.S. Open Cup. 
against the Columbus Crew and we'll play Cincinnati next week in another one of those big matchups. Big crowd over there. We expect another one tonight for that matchup as well. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. On a beautiful day in Pittsburgh, once again, we have the weather coming up in a little bit. But right now, I want to tell you about it's a tournament like no other. Mark your calendars. June 23rd, the return of the Going Low Fan Open at Manor Valley Golf Course, powered by Bowser Chevrolet. Keep listening to 93.7 The Fan for the on-sale date for foursomes. Brought to you in part by Montucky Cold Snacks, Living Treasures, Wild Animal Park in Laurel Highlands, Goldberg, Persky, and White Attorneys at Law, and Movin' Murdy. That's all coming up on June 23rd. In the meantime, we've got a lot of calls here. We're going to get right to them at 412-928-9370. Joe in Verona will be first. Hey, Joe, how are you today? Hey, Bob, how you doing? What's up, man? Well, I'm always talking to you from Verona, and you know, I'm an old-timer, and I'm a diehard for all my Pittsburgh sports, but still my favorite is Pirates and baseball. So, Jason Mackey, a couple weeks ago, he said something very interesting on the on your 93.7 to one of the other stations, you know, one of the other uh, uh, slots, and he said he wished that uh, our manager would put Mercado and Castro and leave them in for two weeks. Just leave them in, make an air, get over four, just relax them and see what they can do. And he also said Bay would be a tremendous leadoff hitter. He can learn like Matty Alou. And I kind of alluded to that, and I really liked it. And one more thing, because I know you have a lot of customers. Montgomery, I don't know if he's left-handed tonight, but this Owen should not be up here. He's a nice guy, I guess, 31 years old, and when you play him, he just doesn't do anything for me, and I don't understand what's going on with him here, Bob. Well, I would agree with that, Joe, and thank you for the call. And I also think that that's a good point, and I think while O'Neal Cruz is out, you know, Marcano has done nothing but impress me every time he's in there. I would play him a lot there. Castro, same thing. I don't know about Bay every day at leadoff. I, I kind of like McCutcheon in that leadoff role, but he does give you the kinds of stuff. If he puts the ball in play and gets on base, he can do a lot of interesting things. And I thought, you know, the key last night was, of course, Brian Hayes, that guy, if he can get hot and just start driving in runs, he doesn't have to hit home runs all the time. It's just run production. And I think over the last couple of days in San Francisco, you saw that. Um, maybe this is something that, you know, he's finally figured out a more consistent way uh, to go about his offense because they need it. 
and they need it from everyone, quite frankly. So, yeah, Marcano and, and Castro, for the time being, I have no problem with that. Let's go down to Fort Lauderdale. We have Mark joining us right now on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Hey, Mark. Hey, Bob. Pleasure to talk to you. The last couple of years, we've talked about the Pirates draft, and in three weeks, they'll make one of the most important selections in decades. <laughs> and I know people assume that they're going to take Dylan Cruz out of LSU or the pitcher out of LSU, but don't be surprised if uh, Ben Charrington pivots and goes to Wyatt Langford out of the University of Florida. I know the Pirates have been scouting him really hard the last few weeks. They've had four scouts as regional games, and I think it's a big draft choice for them. And a little disconcerting is that uh, some of their top prospects, I don't see why they're not moving sooner. Like Henry Davis, he's going to be 24 in September. He's tearing up at Altoona. I would think they'd at least get him to Indy right now. I mean, and and uh, same some of the other guys. I mean, Quinn Priester is going to be 23 years old. He's throwing the bubble wall. I I know that there's always a financial side, but we seem to be past the rule. The you know the, the super deadline two. for yeah. I, super two. You get to the point where I just want to see guys up here, and you never know. There's no rule that says Henry Davis can't come up here and be a really good major leaguer right off the bat. There's nothing to say that Quinn Priester can't do that either. Some guys get an opportunity, and they thrive with it. I remember when Tyler Glasnow, every time he came up here, he wasn't as good as he was down there. He finally figured it out down in Tampa Bay before he got injured, of course. But, Mark, let me ask you this. You brought up the uh, number one overall pick. If you had a choice, forget the names, outfielder or pitcher, somebody who can be a regular five-day-a-week, six-day, whatever the case may be, outfielder or a pitcher who can be, you would hope, an ace, who would you pick? Well, there's, there's, there's. I'm going to answer the question. Uh, there, there's, a, there's exceptions to the rule. Kurt, Clayton Kershaw came out of high school, but for me, there's a big injury risk with pitchers. If you look at some of the top pitching prospects over the last two decades that were drafted in the high first five rounds, a lot of them got injured. And I like the everyday player. I just like that. I like that slot better for me. If it's a much more secure, especially either Cruz or Langford. I think. One year, and they're in the show. These guys are ready to play, both of them. I mean, they're just dynamite baseball players. Whoever gets them, whether the Pirates or Detroit gets gets one of these two guys, uh, I just think it's going to be you know, the Nationals. Those three teams are picking the first three. I think they're all going to end up with really good baseball players. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate your call from Fort Lauderdale. Uh, I'm at, at this particular time, I realize how important pitching is, but I also know what you said, and, and there is a real possibility. Some of these guys, it will take a little longer if they have some arm issues. I mean, you can't predict that. But I'm really – Dylan Cruz intrigues me to the point where I think I may just go there. You need bats, too. you you got to have offense. you got to have more offense. And it seems like there's never enough offense. So, for me, I'm going to do that. But I understand the other side of that as well. At 412-928-9370. Thank you to our sponsors, PNC Bank. Make today the day. Number one, Cochrane. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. And if you're looking for a great place to hang out, have a cold beer, wine, anything else, great food, big screens, great conversation, Iron Rock Tap House is your place to be in Greensburg. Come see what everyone's talking about. Right now, Chuck in Uniontown is going to be talking about, I'm sure, the Pirates. Hello, Chuck. How are you today? Uh, uh, good morning, Bob, and thanks once again. Yeah, Bob, you kind of beat me in the punch. But I was going to ask you one thing about you know draft. I'm kind of on the side with you because you, um, don't get me wrong. Pitching is extremely important, and I, you know, any baseball fan as long as I am knows that. But this organization needs run producers, and Bob, when you think of I know it's taken you back a ways, but when you think of the Pirates from the 60s to the 80s, when they were real good, three world champions, 
that their hallmark was great hitting. They had enough pitching to win, but their hallmark was great hitting, and they used some of that surplus hitting to trade for the pitching that they needed. So I'm with you. If, if, if Dylan Cruz is available, if he's the man, that's the guy I want. And the other thing I was going to ask you, it, 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 if we're in contention, if we're still in contention, do you maximize Mitch Keller's starts? Do you try to maybe move him up a day or two here or there, or you just leave him the way it is because you don't want to injure him? I, well, Chuck, I would say that depends on, on what time of the year we're in. Uh, right now, I'm not going to do anything to move anybody up, uh, you know, except if there are a lot of off days and they faced that earlier and they did move them up. Um, one time I thought they should have moved them up when they didn't. So I'll play that by ear, but he is clearly their best option. So, and I and thank you for agreeing. I, I just think outfield hitting is, if you get a guy like that who can hit it the way he hits it, I would take that. Thanks, Chuck, for the call. We're up against a break. I always appreciate your opinion. We got JJ coming up next. More calls on the way at 412-928-9370. As I say, we're not just talking here about baseball. We're talking about the um, Kyle Dubas hired. What do you think? How long will it take before he can you know, get this? Do you think? Well, let me ask you this. What would you expect year one with Kyle Dubas in charge of this organization? What minimally has to happen for you to believe that the Penguins are on the right track whether that's to win now or whether that's to build for the future, I don't know how you do both at the same time. I think that's a tough. He'll be a magician if he can do that. We'll talk about that and more coming up. It's Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. We have – I told you about the tournament, right? Well, I'll tell you again. Why not? I thought I didn't do it, now I did. Manor Valley. It is the golf course that hire, um, you know is the place to go for the Fan Open. And it's going to take place on June 23rd. So if you're interested in playing, that's coming up here before you know it. This month goes by fast. Check it out at Sports Radio 93.7. The fan will be back with more right after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We are brought to you by PNC Bank. As always, PNC, make today the day. Number one, Cochrane. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. Iron Rock, Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about. Jason Mackey, who does such a great job covering the Post-Gazette and the Pirates. Uh, he'll be on our number one Cochrane Sports Showdown, by the way, tomorrow night, 1135, every Sunday night, along with uh, Jeff Hathorne, Colin Dunlap. So, he said that uh, Dylan Cruz is a Boros client, which is interesting because everyone wants to shy away from those guys. But, hey, if he's the best and you like him, that should not be a, a reason you don't go after him. And certainly you have to deal with that aspect of it, but so be it. Um, the first contract he get will be kind of what it is, and then you'll go from there. And if he's that good, you just pay him the money. 
I don't have a problem with any of that. 412-928-9370. Pirates taking on the Cardinals again today. North Shore Tavern leadoff show begins at 3. The game is at 4.05. Let's go to the phone lines. JJ has been very patient, waiting for a long time. I appreciate that, JJ. How are you? Hey, not a problem. I, I appreciate talking to you, Bob. The last time I spoke with you, um, it was opening day, and you were walking across the bridge. So uh-huh. we kind of had a conversation <laughs> off air, and you had mentioned um, to, that they need to sign Brian Reynolds, and they took care of that. So I think um, Mitch Keller is next up. Um, so I'm hoping for that. But um, I appreciate that you're super approachable, and and I, I uh, yes. Well, so, thank um, you. I, always, I listen. I appreciate people who want to talk sports with me because obviously that means you're watching or listening, and that's never lost on me for sure. Yep. So, um, but anyway, um, I bought a ticket to the game today. I'm hoping Kutch gets three hits so I could see the uh, milestone happen today. Um, and I'm just excited that it's competitive baseball. I know there's a lot of ups and downs, but they're still in the race. So, hey, it's June. They're still in the race. I'm excited about it. Yeah, they are still in the race, and they're a half game out, and they should maybe act like that moving forward. And when I say that, I'm talking about doing whatever means possible to stay where you are or improve where you are. Um, you know, so whatever decisions are necessary, I think they traded Robert Stevenson last night. That's that's a good indication that they're taking seriously that, you know, the seventh inning role and who may be the guy to do it. Moretta um, has been really good at that. But, but yeah, McCutcheon, he's going to get those three hits. It's just a matter of when they play him, how many times. Like, they got a game today. You know, J.J. right at 4, and then tomorrow it's 11.30 in the morning, that Peacock uh, thing that they're trying with Major League Baseball. So he may not play one of these two games. If that happens, if you're going today, I hope he he plays and he gets the three hits for you. But if not, then it's probably going to be in the Oakland series, which would be maybe a boost to attendance because I can't think Monday through Wednesday against Oakland is going to be that big of a draw. You know what I mean? Right. So we'll see. But anyway – uh, half game out. And listen, every team in baseball right now, with the exception of, I think, Tampa and Baltimore, are really, you know, mired in a, in records that are very, very just average. Uh, that would include, you know, teams like the Dodgers. Arizona has tied them for the lead. Um, none of these teams, the Mets, are, are playing the way you'd expect them to play at the beginning of the season. So uh, you're right involved with it. At some point, there will be separation. I still believe the Cardinals have a good enough team to be the team that kind of jumps. They've won, I think, 15 of the last 23, and that includes last night's loss. So, I don't know. How do you how do you see this division? Do you think there's a team that's going to jump out ahead and just kind of separate themselves from the rest of it? Well, I mean, usually I hate to say it because I hate the Cardinals, but it's usually that's the case. They they're they're struggling sometime. Um, they're not pulling away, and then they always find a way to to pull away from the um, from the other teams in the division. So yeah, I hate to say that because it's the Cardinals, but I'm just being real there. But hey, we just got to let it play out. I mean, we can't predict the future. All right, man. I appreciate your call, JJ. Thanks very much. Enjoy the day. It's going to be hot today. Get that SPF out. You got to have it because it's going to be hot again today. And when are we ever going to get a little rain all of a sudden here? Who would have thought that in June 2nd or 3rd, whatever this is, that we'd be complaining about not having enough rain? But that's pretty much how it is. And who would have also thought, well, here we are in this kind of temperature and we're still in the middle of uh, game one of the Stanley Cup Finals and game two of the NBA Finals. It just seems so long ago since the Penguins were eliminated. 
And as I said at the beginning, it's been 49 days in between um, guys in charge. They fired Hextall and Burke 49 days ago. They hired Kyle Dubas to take over one of those positions. And I guess that's a new layer of what you see from management in the NHL. You get the president of hockey operations and now a GM. Like for Vancouver, they had Jim Rutherford. You know, he's, his history is GM. Now he's in charge. He brought in Patrick Alvin to be his GM. These GMs don't have as much say as the director of hockey ops, but it's another layer that you have to deal with, and um, it looks like it's going to be kind of the wave of how they're going. They do that in a lot of cities now. Let's go to Ryan in New Jersey. You're right now on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Hey, Ryan, what's going on? Hello, Bob. Yes, sir. Go ahead, Ryan. I missed the screener. I went straight through to you. Sorry about that. You caught me off guard. Um, okay, so obviously I'm calling in to talk about Doobie, the new brainchild uh, over at uh, PPG Paints. And uh, there's a couple of things I heard. Uh, first off, I think he's perfect for a lot of reasons. I know there's some, you know, different opinions. Most people like to hire others are more skeptical because of his Maple, uh, Maple Leafs tenure. But um, what he is is he's seasoned, so he's established with the league. Um, he's not a, uh, not afraid to make moves, which you need somebody like that. I know he hasn't been good on goaltending, but he's not afraid to make trades, which is exactly what you need in the current state of the, of the roster. Um, I just think he carries enough respect. The other thing is, and this is what I disagree with, I heard your partners, your radio partners say it the other day, um, that Fenway Sports Group, I've been a Red Sox fan for 25 years, Fenway Sports Group, what they do is they will bring in their management and give them control. That's what they will do. So any idea that Mike Sullivan is going to have any veto power over Dubas under FSG is just flat out wrong. That is not how they operate. Terry Francona won two World Series with two different teams. He's beloved. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame as a coach. And they torpedoed him in the press when he left. So they are not a coach-first franchise, even though they, they gave Sullivan that big, probably ridiculous extension. They will let Dubas, and I'm sure he got this up front, they will let him run the show. It's not a, a collaborative. It's Dubas, what he says goes, Sullivan has to coach his team, not Dubas has to run Sullivan's team. That's not, no, I, I think that's spot Sullivan. on. I think that's why he's in the position he's in right now. But let me ask you this. He also said something that uh, very interesting to me, and again, I, I very much respect Mike Sullivan for what he's been able to do and how he approaches things. However, sometimes I wonder if he's using square pegs to go in round holes with some of the people that he has. He believes in his style. Sometimes the players don't fit the style, and yet he asks them to do his style. I'm curious. He said that he has, you know, he can coach forever. There is no expiration on Mike Sullivan. But let's say well, that for two more years yeah. they don't make the playoffs and things aren't working in the right direction. What, what happens? Well, well, I, I think maybe if I'm Dubas, and I don't know how, but obviously we'll never know how the negotiations went. I think what they should have explained to him and what he should have said back is, listen, I'm going to try to become a Canadian legend and, and put the pens back in the finals in the next two to three years. That's, but after that, you know, we're going to reevaluate. I can walk away, don't blast me, or then we can start from scratch. I think it has to be a tale of two cities kind of how, how you're going to approach this. I think he definitely was brought in to try to, you know, Crosby is already a legend, a Canadian legend, you know, and an NHL legend. If you can put one more on him, what do you, what do you become? You become Theo Epstein in a lot of ways. You become that guy who conquered the mountain that's not one loser franchise, but two. You know, that's what Epstein did. So it's, I just think 
um, that Dumas is going in without any illusions. I don't think it was the tour of Swigley Heights with Jim Bellano that really did it for it. I think it's, <laughs> he knows exactly. That never hurts, though. <laughs> yeah, no, she's great at her job, so I, I can't, I can't get, get make, throw any uh, stones there. But uh, I, I think there is a, um, I think there's a, a kind of a clear conscience here. And I also think, you know, the, I think Josh Joey said that Crosby never talked to, Hexall never talked to Crosby. If Lemieux was in charge during that, he would have gone down there, threw him out of the office, and changed the locks himself. So that just goes to show you how, when FSG took over for the first about you know year and a half, two years, how out Lemieux was. Because it's Pittsburgh. You do not not talk to your star, to your captain. It's just, that just doesn't wash for 40 years. No, I agree. Hey, real quick, Ryan, so, before I let you go, because yeah, you have a lot of good hockey insight as, yeah. as someone who follows it as closely as you do, you have two unrestricted free agents right out the bat. He's got to deal with Tristan Jari, Jason Zucker. His history of goaltending acquisitions in Toronto is not very good. That's probably the one thing that uh, people you know will point to all the time. What do you think he does with both of them, and how much money is he willing to spend on both of them? Well, I think if you look at the scenario, um, he's got to make a splash, right? I mean, that's, that is off the bat. And buying out Granlin, which you'll have to do if you can't attach that's a picks to him and dump Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Yeah, you have to do it. You either have to dump him with picks or buy, or buy him out. You have no choice. He has no place. He has no skill set to fit that team. Just unnecessary from top to bottom. So he has to make a splash. Goaltending would be the place to make a splash. So if he's going to package... The kid from last year they drafted, I forget his name, Pickering or whatever off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. If he's going to do that and maybe a number one next year or something like that to get a goalie, you know, there's two obvious, Hellebuck and Gibson. I mean, there's the two obvious names that are going to swirl. Do you think that's month. all it would cost them, though? To me, it would cost no, no, more. No, no, no. It, would take, it would take probably more than that. You might have to send Patterson or somebody. Like, it, it might, it might, you might have to become weaker to become stronger. Um, you know, Zucker... I think I love Zucker, but, you know, he didn't play for the first three years. So this last year was great. He was all guts and grit, which they need more of, not less. So I, I get it. But you got to set a firm. He's, what, he's like 32, maybe 33. Yeah, they have enough of those kind of guys on their roster. They yeah, do. they have too many. You need to set a hard line. It's going to be like, hey, maybe like 4, 4.5. But that also means Brian Rust is out of town. And I know he has a no-movement clause. But I think they overestimate how hard it is to move guys to no-movement clause. If you tell a player, you put it out in the press, that he's not wanted anymore – they always waive the no-movement clause. There is a way to get them out of town. So even with, like, a Malkin, who he would have dug his heels in, you could hypothetically – there's always a way to get a guy with a no-movement clause out, out of town. So they're probably going to have to trade either Gensel or Russ, you think. Gensel has more yeah. value. He, he would get more in return. I think – I, I yeah. agree with you, Ryan. I'm up against it, but thank you. I always okay. like talking to you about hockey, and I think you're, you're going to see right off the bat, before this draft or during this draft, you're going to see some major moves that I think Kyle Dubas wants to make. If you'll remember correctly, Jim Rutherford didn't waste any time when he was in the role when he first got here. Uh, James Neal had scored 40 goals. He was a fan favorite, and he was immediately traded for Patrick Hornquist. And a lot of people wondered about that deal, but as you know, Hornquist was a necessary part of Stanley Cups, and they needed a different approach. They reminded me a lot of what Florida did with Matthew Kachuk. They brought in a guy who was different. Yeah, he could score, but he can do other things. Just a clutchy, you know, ballsy, can I say that, player who would just go to where he has to go to get the job done. And I think they're kind of be looking for that uh, potentially as they make some moves forward here. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. We got more uh, coming up in the next hour, so if you want to get in, please call. Let us know. You can also hit me up on Twitter. It's at KD Pomp. 
Uh, we have a lot to get into. A thank you to our sponsors once again at PNC Bank. Make today the day. Number one, Cochran. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochran.com. Iron Rock Tap House, great place in Greensboro to come see what everyone is talking about. Great food, great drink, great atmosphere, great vibe, great everything at Iron Rock Tap House. Also want to tell you about the weather, which you know is hot. Just look out. Just if you're out there, you know it already. If you're playing golf, man, put the SPF on. Do what you got to do. We'll talk more about Muirfield and the Memorial coming up, which is interesting. Some of the scores we've seen and what that course can do to <laughs> what can it do to your scorecard. It could wreck it. Uh, we've seen that on several fronts. But right now, Fan Weather is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Summer is here. Check out Trailblazer, Equinox, and all the new redesigned 2024 tracks. You can do it online at sunchevy.com. Today, partly sunny, very warm, high of 90. There's a chance of some spotty afternoon thunderstorms, depending on where you are. Tonight, a shower again in spots. Moonlit sky, low of 61. Tomorrow, Rinse and repeat. It's mostly sunny and pleasant. A high only of 80, though. It'll feel cooler because it's only going to get to 80. That's your fan weather. Coming up, hour 2, 412-928-9370. Nate Halusjack is behind the glass taking your calls. We'll do it all next right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 